0: Hello, my friends. How are you? It is October and I am feeling quite excited because this is my favorite season. Yes, even in Cali, we get a little bit of fall weather. I can feel it even if nobody else can. And yes, it does still feel like summer, but (laughs) I'm telling you fall is coming. Fall is here. And I also love fall because it feels like a season for reflection. And also for me, it's always planning for the new year. So this year, I'm going to create a series of episodes to help guide you as you reflect on 2022 and start planning 2023. And we're learning a lot from your franchise surveys. Thank you so much for those of you who filled it out. That is how we planned 2023. And one of the top challenges listed consistently was time management, which I honestly thought was a little funny because I created a whole Master Your Time course for you this year. But my team reminded me, if you are out of time and you are overwhelmed, then you don't have time for a 30-day Master Your Time course. Ah, that does make sense. So I am hoping you have the time for this. I'm going to give you a little micro lesson on mastering your time. Um, So that's what we're going to do in this podcast today. It is always my hope to get you out of overwhelm and into living, feeling focused and happy, I know that as a young business owner and a young mom, I struggled so much with how to get it all done, how to be the mom I wanted to be and the business leader I wanted to be, and also still have time for me and my marriage, and goodness, I was not good at it at the beginning. So I studied everything on time management and productivity, and I have figured out some amazing tools and life hacks that help me keep my days focused, productive, and best of all, like I have time for the most important things to me, my most important things. And I really do feel like I've designed a life I love to live and I do not live in overwhelm anymore. So I want to share that with you. And a lot of these things you have heard before. And if you've read my book, The Empowered Mama, then you've definitely heard a lot of this. But There's a difference between hearing it and knowing it and actually applying it. So my hope in this episode is that you pick a couple of things and actually apply them to your life. And once they become habits, then try a couple of more things. I am a total geek about these tools because I know from experience that they can change your life. And I want you to take those busy badges off and get ready to start living your life as you design it. No matter what stage you're in, you do not have to live in overwhelm. I promise you it is a choice. So let's get started. I want you to take a moment and I want you to think about what would you like your life to look like? What do you want it to look like? What do you want it to feel like? What do you want to have time for in each day? I'm going to suggest you pause the podcast and really take the time to create a vision for this. Okay, assuming you're back and you've got that. Once you have the vision, then you need to create the plan. Most people just get through their day based on what they think they have to do. We are reactive. We do what's urgent. Not anymore. I want you to get clear on what's most important for you. So most of you have done my activity with most important things, your MITs. I highly suggest you do that. And then design your schedule around that. So I've got five lessons for you. The first lesson is to create your ideal week. This is a time budget. I create mine as its own calendar on Google and I like that because then I can compare my real appointments to the ideal week but you can use a spreadsheet you can use a piece of paper the idea is to assign all waking hours with blocks of time they all have a purpose so Plug in the non-negotiable hours, like the things that you think 100% have to be blocked. Maybe it's going to be teaching a stroller strides class. So you're blocking out time for your work hours, time with your family, time for you. Please do not just do this exercise in your head. I have had more franchisees than I can count tell me that this exercise is a game changer. So that is time blocking. My suggestion is to make sure you are not just blocking, but you're also batching and breaking. Jess Maurer loves this example. You would never bake a single cupcake. So why do we do certain things as a one-off? It's better to do a batch of emails than a single email. It's better to do a batch of calls than a single one. Going back and forth is brain-consuming breaks means that you actually in this ideal week schedule create a schedule where there's time for breaks. I know I found myself in a constant frenzy when there was no time between appointments. I was constantly running late, I felt frazzled, I was running late to pick up my kids or running late to a meeting cuz I didn't give myself enough time to drop off the kids or I didn't give myself a break in the between appointments for bathroom or for eating. It's interesting because now I realize the huge value in breaks because when I have the breaks, I can recharge. I actually now will take a break and move. I take, um, I go outside. I take a breath of fresh air. The interesting thing is taking a break will actually have you feel more productive and have more energy. So give them a try. Lesson two, pretty much hundred percent of the time. When you do the last exercise, the ideal week, you're going to find that there isn't enough time for everything you want to do. And that's why we do this. Lesson two is what can be pruned or taken off of your schedule. I want you to think about, out of all the things that are on your schedule, what could be delegated or shared as a task? What might be just sufficient? And what I mean by that is, if you ideally wanted to have an hour workout, would it be sufficient to get in half an hour rather than none? I want you to get help. I'm going to say it three times. I want you to get help. I want you to get help. I want you to get help. Ask your spouse or partner. Ask for help from your friends. Hire the neighbor's tween to walk the dog. Get a housekeeper from time to time. It is really, really important that you stop trying to do everything. You can do anything you want, but you can't do everything. Think about all the things that are on that list of your schedule that you feel like don't fit on there. Out of all the things that are on there, what in that list are things that you don't like to do or what are on that list that you are not good at? How could it be possible if you had to? To take those things off your list? What have I told you it's non-negotiable? You have to take those off your list. What would you do? Because when you look at it that way, you might find that it's actually possible. I want you to hold your time sacred. If it's not a hell yeah, it is a no. Lesson number three for you. Use a timer. Now this might sound silly, but I promise you it works. If you don't put boundaries on your time, we let projects, tasks spill over. Like all of a sudden we're like, oh, I've been on email for the last three hours. Parkinson's law is a law that says we will use the amount of time we allot. So if you give yourself a week to get a project done, then we're going to take the whole week. If you give yourself a day, you're going to actually get it done in a day. Your brain becomes much more focused Much more efficient if you know you have a specific block to get done the assigned project. So when the timer goes off, guess what? Then it's time for a break. If you choose to come back to it, that's fine. But for me having that timer, I'm not saying I do it for every single task, but for the ones where time seems to lose itself, it's a really, really great tool. Lesson four, I want you to stop multitasking. Yes, you are amazing but you are not actually multitasking. You're just switching your brain from task to task. And what happens is that wears on your brain. It is why you feel frazzled by the end of the day because you're just trying to multitask so many different things. I do have an exception to the rule, and that is that you can multitask when one of the activities doesn't need brain power. Like you can listen to a podcast while doing the dishes or listen to a book while driving. I'm not saying that... Driving doesn't take brain power, but it's very procedural. It's not using the same part of your brain where you're having to switch back and forth. So stop multitasking. And my final lesson, number five for you, might surprise you. It is to make time for joy. If you schedule moments of joy in each day, you will feel better about your day and your life. For me, this looks like I work in the garden for a little bit in the morning. I walk the dogs every day. I do a dance on YouTube pretty regularly because I just think it's fun. Um, It brings joy to my day. I don't want you to just live for weekends or vacations. I want you to design a life you love to live. You know that to be the best in parenting or at work or in life, that you need to be charging up you. So to me, these joy moments are a great way to do that. The most common question I've ever gotten about anything is not about the business. It's about life balance. So here's my answer. You feel out of balance because you are doing so many things and you don't have time for you. You don't have time for what's most important to you. If you schedule in time for you first, then it's the unimportant things that are going to spill off the plate, not your self-care. And I'm not saying that there is perfect balance or that you're going to be sitting blissfully throughout your day saying namaste. I personally find that there's counterbalance. There are going to be times where I need to press harder at work or that parenting is more time consuming. And I've learned to keep a minimum dose of self-care at all times. And this is what I am trying to share with you. So find time for joy for family, time for romance, and schedule in what's most important to you. It's the best lesson I've got to share. So it's a micro lesson. Was it enough? Did you get some new skills, new ideas, new tools? Most of them I know are things you've heard before. Now let's actually turn them into a habit. Let's bring it from lesson to a habit in your life. I am honored to be a part of your life. And I thank you for being a part of mine. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out. Until next time, have an amazing day.